Welcome, everybody, in the Movie Guys Verse. This is Jordan here, part of Movie Guys Podcast. We wanted to say thank you so much for downloading this most recent episode. If you don't know what Movie Guys Podcast is, we are a new movie review show that is updated weekly. You can check us out at movieguyspodcast.com and also movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another awesome episode of Movie Guys Podcast. And tonight, we are talking about Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat Annihilation. I am Jordan, and I'm joined here, like always, with my buddies Eric and Ed. Eric, how are you doing tonight? I'm bicycle bicycle kicking into the the next the next Movie Guys Podcast. Ed, how about you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like Johnny Cage kicked me in the nuts or punched me in the nuts after having watched Annihilation once again. Um, and those were $400 sunglasses, you asshole. There you go. Wow. I'm surprised neither of you guys said finish him, but okay. I thought, we're leaving I, thought for you. I was saving that. Yep. I was saving yeah. that. Well, okay. So uh, tonight we're talking about Mortal Kombat for two reasons. One, uh, we got nothing coming on before Endgame because we're all three excited to give you guys a great review for Endgame. So this is a nice little filler before we get into Endgame. And the second reason is Mortal Kombat 11 just was released two days ago. Mortal Kombat 11 came out and two huge reviews. So we figured we might as well just talk about the two movies. Both not great, but one of them has nostalgia. I, I, I think we can agree with that. But before we go into it, Ed, I'll ask you first. Let's forget about the movies real quick. Are you a Mortal Kombat fan? Did you play the games? Did you like the games? Absolutely. Um, even to this day, including the movie and everything that's come since the movie for me, uh, every time I hear the EDM, the Mortal Kombat, yeah, oh, I get pumped. I get fucking, I get so pumped. I'm so. I, that's, I mean, that's the extent of my love of Mortal Kombat. Really, I mean, I play it. I love, I loved playing it in the arcades. Um, but I'm not really a story guy with Mortal Kombat. I know there is one. I just don't know it. It was just more of a video game to fight with your friends and then throw controllers at them. And... Okay, oh, the, the lore right. is what is the greatest things about Mortal Kombat. It, it's it's yeah. lore and violence. That's that's yeah. basically oh. it. I agree with that. I just don't know it that well. I mean, I know Liu Kang is Kung Lao's kid, and then Scorpion and Sub-Zero are brothers but hate each other. No, 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 just no. Oh, oh no. listen, I knew you were going to give us the lore. I knew you were going to give us the lore anyway, so you might as well just go right into it. Well, no, I mean, let's talk <laughs> no. about it because these are there's two different movies. Uh, yes. And these two different – these are obviously two different directors here, but two, because uh, the second one was just um, – well, was, I, I, don't, I don't even know. Yeah, dirt is a good uh, thing to say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, because it, it because it certainly was. Uh, but it, at the same part, yeah, you, when you talk about nostalgia, like this Mortal Kombat is off of the hype. This movie came out what nineteen ninety five. Yes, and mm -hmm. it was coming off of the hype of uh, video games that could be turned into movies. So uh, of this. 
area of this genre, what other movies were you well, like Mario Brothers, maybe Double Dragon? Double Dragon and Mario Brothers. Still to this day, this is the most highest grossing uh, in the box office uh, video game movie to date. Uh, let's not forget. Uh, well, let's not forget about the great Street Fighter movie. The, yes, but it was not. Raul Julia, the box office. Yeah. greatest casting. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, this movie came out during the same time as the release of Mortal Kombat Three, the original trilogy. Um, so Eric, I asked Ed the question: Did you play the games at all, Eric? Oh, or are you yeah. a big Mortal Kombat fan? This, um, this, this had so much nostalgia uh, for me, just because. I, I remember going to arcades. I, I remember when when two and three came out. When the arcades were they were by my house. I remember when when they had two cabinets that were they 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 bought, and every other cabinet was was ignored. Mm -hmm. There were crowds, lines up around these two, and that was ten year old Eric. That was that was what I remember <laughs> very much. Was was doing. That. I remember like just peeking over and looking. You know, as, as like the the older teenagers would be able to play, because I I mean I was what well, like I had to been like ten maybe, yeah, uh, probably twelve maybe, and it went along there. But like, you know, uh, they obviously were a lot way better than me, and so I had to just watch. I remember like peeking over. I remember some of them being, "Hey man, you're you're peeking in too much," just because it was just so it, it was amazing. Like all the mm -hmm. characters, all the special moves was just amazing and how realistic it looked all the blood and just how his mm -hmm. actual looked like there was there was no more cartoons yeah yeah toasty, toasty. oh that's toasty. it <laughs> toasty toasty big, big um, debate on that one so just a few things here that's kind of fun for all nostalgia trip before we get into the actual movies and these are very quick but one i don't know if you guys know this or not but the reason why johnny cage in the first game looks so familiar to you guys is because ed boone and john tobias the creators of the first mortal kombat game were hired to do um were hired to do a john claude van damme game off of his movie okay so that's why so johnny cage is john claude van damme but they decided to code and make this game instead the second thing was this game was released on consoles for Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis. Sega Genesis outsold Super Nintendo because of this one reason only. Mortal Kombat, the very first game, is the reason why we have a rating system for video games. <laughs> now, if you bought the Super Nintendo version, the fatalities are gone, and they, they coded in the blood with sweat. Yeah. So it's completely censored. But if you bought the Sega Genesis version, which blood I mode. had, blood mode, you, you had a blood mode. You had a code that you typed in the beginning of the game, which was not a hack. You just typed in the code, and you got all the fatalities and everything you wanted for that game. So that was amazing. So when they said that there was going to be a Mortal Kombat movie, I was bought hook, line, and sink. My dad took me to the opening night. I couldn't be more excited. I walked out of that theater saying, greatest movie ever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just, I mean, that ending battle, which we're jumping, but that ending battle between Liu Kang and Shang Tsung at the end of the first Mortal Kombat movie. Oh, my God. That was fucking awesome. Listen, I, I really liked um, the first movie. I remember when my parents, because I, I obviously begged, and I was like, Mom, Mom, Dad, please, I don't even give a shit. Uh take me to see this movie ASAP. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I, I needed to go see it. I, I 
I remember my dad was just like, well, I think he fell asleep. I, I really do. Uh, but I remember my, my mom, who was such a fucking nerd, uh, she thought it was, she actually liked it. She's just like, well, she liked the techno music and she, she just loves just blood action, like just straight <laughs> up. I, completely uncharacteristic for most moms, but she's just one of those where she was sci-fi nerd and she just loved that, that you know, the blood action basically. And that's what that we That explains got a lot about you. Yeah, doesn't it? Like, <laughs> it's come up in conversations before. Yeah. But, uh, and, yeah. And what about you, man? Were you excited for the release of this movie? Um, I was six. So, no. All right. Well, moving on. I mean, okay. Just, okay. Sorry, sorry. I was six. I mean, I hate to, I hate to date myself that way, but yeah, I mean, I, 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 have, I don't remember anything about any of that. There was, wow. Um, okay. I do remember this movie, though, bringing up kind of a it was exposure to future disappointments of film adaptations uh yeah, because yeah, it, I, I just because in this movie you have um the whitewashing of <laughs> raiden played by chris lambert mm-hmm. yes yes yeah the only one elder god and and it's just like why this dude is first off i mean it's chris lambert so you kind of like you know he, he's already typecasted into kind of his roles but then for him to play like this ancient electric god type of like it uh, it was for uh, chris lambert to play an ancient thunder asian god that yeah the asian part yeah but chris lambert's raiden right i mean yeah yeah right okay so i think so so in the first game you had a secret character that you could unlock and fight, and that was Reptile, the Green Ninja. Yep. Now, the ways that you could actually unlock him is that you had to be on the pit stage. You had to perform a double flawless victory, and you had to do the pit stage where they fall all off of it, and that's when you can fight Reptile. So Reptile in the game was just a Green Ninja. Eric, Ed, you've seen this movie. Reptile's this terrible CG reptilian creature that didn't become reptile into the Liu Kang fight. Uh, Ed, let's go with you first, sir, since Eric's a big fan of World War Combat. Uh, Ed, Ed, what do you think about the reptile characterization in this? Um, it, I thought it was absolutely terrible. I mean, when you get, like you said, it's, it was a CG, terrible CG. And, I mean, it was what it was for the time, for the times, I guess, but... It just it never did anything to me, and then when the, when you finally got reptile, he he was just this thing that he threw into a dead body in Outworld, a dead giant body that morphed into into a green Sub Zero. Yeah, but it was still a badass fight, though. It was oh, like a great the fight. Best. It was the best. It was the second best fight in the whole first movie. Right. So so Eric. Let's just throw away the uh, the Liu Kang Shang Tsung fight, right? Because we're all going to agree. Besides that one, Eric, which one is your favorite fight in this movie? Goro. Goro. It might be a tie between Goro and and the, and Scorpion. Um, and that's his personal opinion. Uh, I Goro was not CGI. No. And, yeah. and that's why I liked that so much. It it looked like CGI does did not. Uh, does not, I'm sorry, hold up well in in 90s movies or 90s games when 90s did the the pori uh, the porygon or the polygon uh, thing. 
uh, Porygon is a Pokemon. Mm -hmm. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, it, when they did the polygons, uh, it didn't really work. It, it don't hold up well, much like 90s CGI, uh, much like any sci-fi movie. It mm -hmm. does not hold up well after however long many times. It, it just looks bad, and that's just what it is. Uh, but Goro stayed true to kind of that uh, the the 80s and the early 90s era, where it's just like, no, well, let's use uh, uh, servos, let's use prosthetics, and let's let's make this look as as real as we can. That's what was mm -hmm. what I remember the most was Goro and the Johnny Cage fight. Okay. Uh, my favorite fight was actually Sonya and Kano because they were fighting in the arena from the first game, the sand pit with Shang Tsung looking over, yeah. and it was it was a personal fight, so I really kind of enjoyed that fight a lot. But Scorpion is definitely a close second. They fucked up Scorpion because his rope does not come out of his hand. His rope is literally tied around, but anyway. Ed, what is your favorite fight in this movie? Yeah, this, the reptile, the reptile Liu Kang fight. That was your I mean, one. That one's yeah, great. I, I, I mean, other than the the Liu Kang Shang Tsung fight, like that's obviously the best yeah. battle, with the exception of like the beginning of that, or the middle part of that fight, when he transforms right in front of you into Liu Kang's little brother, and like all of a sudden Liu Kang's like, "Wait a minute, that can't be you, brother!" Like it, it's just it just to me that didn't make sense at all. It I totally mean, it, made sense because that's what Shang Tsung does. He steals souls, yeah, dude. No, I get that, but what I'm saying is like you should he should have transformed into him as he was running up the steps so that he was there. Other than you're literally staring at the back of the head of Shang Tsung. Like Liu Kang is staring at his back of his head. All right, then all right. of a sudden he turns around and he's his brother, like like really? Yeah. Like, that was terrible. So 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 the first movie ends with Shang Tsung being defeated. Everybody's going back to Liu Kang's temple. Everybody's celebrating. And Shao Kahn pops up and says, you weak, pathetic fools, I'm going to take your souls. And Christopher Lambert's like, not on my watch, you're not. And then Mortal Kombat, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. The second movie, Annihilation, picks up right at that moment. And we get all new characters besides Katana. And Ronnie Yu, and also Johnny Cage, the same actor, came back just to be killed in the first five seconds. <laughs> and Shao Kahn kills Johnny Cage, and then they say, hey, guess what? There is an underground tunnel that you have to ride in a sphere, like a hamster wheel thing, to take <laughs> you to dimensions, right? Now, yeah. in the first movie, we saw Johnny Cage kill, kill Scorpion. Yeah. But in this movie, Scorpion comes back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, and he's he fights. There. He fights Sub Zero, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which, which I'm just gonna tell you the uh, just the nerd in me. This Sub Zero is different. The Sub Zero that died in the first movie, who also died in the first game, will will later become Noob Cybot. This Sub Zero in this movie, and the Sub Zeros in all the games thereafter, the first one is Sub Zero's brother. So they did stay true to that. But that Scorpion fight and Sub-Zero fight was the best fight in this whole movie, and that's not saying much. Eric, do you agree? Uh, yeah, listen, uh, Annihilation was little to no substance in story, no introductions. It was just two characters. They would go in there, and, uh, and they'd be like, oh, I guess we're fighting now. Or you'd have yeah. – or, yeah, yeah, exactly, where you have a, 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 a situation where, like, uh, I think it was Jax, where he's just walking, and all of a sudden fucking Cyrax just busts through the, the wall. 
Not even a mm-hmm. camera window, yeah. a wall, and just starts fighting him. And it's just like, well, I, I don't know who you are, but I guess I'm fighting Cyrax now. <laughs> right? You know. I, okay. So before we talk more shit, I just kind of want to say this really quick. It was a shit movie. Uh, it was a shit movie, but, uh, but Ed, I'm going to do this for you mostly. So this is what this movie should have been. In the second Mortal Kombat game, Shang Tsung goes to Shao Kahn. Shao Kahn's going to kill Shang Tsung. And Shang Tsung says, wait, if you make me young again, let's have the next tournament be an Outworld. And and Shao Kahn's like, let's do it. That should have been this movie, right? Let's have a second tournament. You'd think. Why are we having a tournament? No, what we get is... Luke Kang has to go see Nightwolf. Why? And Nightwolf gets him to understand that he has an amimality. Yeah. Which, <laughs> which is in the third game, but mm-hmm. they were more for fun. And they threw, Eric, they, they threw so much fucking characters in this movie. Like every Mortal Kombat character ever was in Annihilate. It was so confusing. So... This is this is kind of where I have to acknowledge uh, movies like Mortal Kombat one through uh, was it four? Uh, is it they made a third and fourth one, didn't they? No, they made a TV show. Is that what yeah, it was? They, made a, they yeah. made a TV show on YouTube. Yeah. Okay, I, I thought they, they made, but I have to acknowledge this because you have to obviously practice in order to get it right. And mm-hmm. what they failed in these movies was you took a director who knew nothing about anything about what this was and they were told or asked to to make this same with Mario Brothers same with uh Tim Burton in, in Batman like and, mm-hmm. you know you say hey director have you heard of this and the director goes no I've never heard of this it's like good here's a fucking script make here's it. slightly less money than the other guy yeah yeah ex- yeah exactly and so and that's exactly what they did and the reason why Mortal Kombat Annihilation, I think, w- was so shitty is because that the director probably had like a, a kid or like a cousin or a nephew who played the game, or he didn't know nothing about it. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm giving him credit because if he knew all everything about it, then, then you mm-hmm. really suck. Well, that's the thing is I wanted to since you brought that up, let's talk about Paul W. S. Anderson, right? Paul W. Anderson is a piece of shit. Why? Because he he not shit on one thing that I love. He didn't shit on two things that I love. He shit on three things that I love. This guy's the worst director ever because he made the first Mortal Kombat movie, which is only good because of nostalgia. It's pretty shitty. He made Resident Evil. Now, that is the first. Now, that movie's legitimately fucking fun, but he shits on the whole thing of Resident Evil. He sure does. and then he does AVP, which that had nothing to do with the source material besides the name. I, I, I'll i give you one. Can I throw you one? Event Horizon. I would love to hear you. Event Horizon. Uh, the, the saving grace was fucking the dude from Jurassic Park, and that's Sam, it. Sam Neill. I, but, yeah, it's, Neil. it's, it's a hard defense because, obviously, of this dude's one, two, three, four, five, you know, uh, two dozen movies – the the one thing I can I can use to stand against is Event Horizon, right? 
So, okay. So, Eric, you play the games. Uh, Baraka, right? One yep. of my favorite characters in the game. Looks really cool in the game. He's a guy that has fangs, that has these uh, sword hand claws. He looks very, in this movie, he looks very fat and very um, rubbery because they made Goro look so good, but in this movie, they made all these special effect real-life characters be very rubbery. Everything was rubbery it was like a batman and robin cod piece very <laughs> rubbery yeah, very they, rubbery they fucked up with blanca too on on street fighter and and baraka and blanca are basically uh the same character from capcom and midway you know what i mean yeah, yeah. yeah. same thing so let's get to the end here of annihilation where we get the fight between Liu kang and we get the fight between shao khan and the only way that they can win because they get a stalemate in their human form they got to transform into their animalities. Luke Kang turns into a dragon, which he does in the game, and Shao Kahn turns into a, a to a Hydra, which sure. he doesn't do in the game. <laughs> it, it it doesn't make sense. And then they have other characters that don't even are named. They have Sonya Blade going against Ermac, which is a big character, and you have Jax going against Mataro, who is a big character. And they're like, just nothing fights. Just, ah. Uh. And they don't even have the music. How do you not have the music in this movie? Yeah. It it it, it didn't hit. That's a damn shame, too, because I, I really liked the, the, the cyborgs in, in the franchise. I really did. Whether it be Ermac or, or, or uh, Noob Sabat or, um, or... Smoke. Uh, yeah. Smoke would be another one. Or uh, um, Cyrax. Yeah. Like, I'll, I really liked... A lot of the, those cyborgs, I, I, they were my favorite characters to play until Mortal Kombat 3 came around and, and I had Cabal to choose from. But, which, which, I don't know why you're not excited for Mortal Kombat 11 because because uh, Cabal makes his debut back. In the, nice. In the, I, then yeah. I'd have to check it out. I didn't look too much into that game, but I, Cabal was one. Of, was probably my favorite character in, in the franchise. Or at least he was only in the one game, wasn't he? Wasn't he? No, he was in two. No, he was in uh, he was in Mortal Kombat three, and he was in Armageddon, which yeah, was the last of the games. main two games. And now he's back in this one. So, uh, one trivia question before we close out our show here, guys. So, there is one character that is known to be the character of Mortal Kombat. There was only one game that this character was never in, never in the game. And then all the other Mortal Kombat games from past till now, the character's been in. Eric, what was the character in what game that never showed up but was in all, all the rest of them? Oh, man, I don't fucking know. I, I, if you, It has to be a stable character. So is it one of the ninjas? It is, it, is, it is the biggest character in Mortal Kombat, and they were not in the third game. They, they were in the rest. I'm sorry, he. Sorry, he was not in the third game. Who's not in the third Any game? Any idea. No, because Sub Now, of course. Sub Zero was in the third game, but he was like, he was unmasked, wasn't he? Well, that's his brother, remember? Oh, but so remember, Sub though. Yeah, Sub Zero. So, okay, that's your answer. Okay, uh, Ed, that's do you have like, any thought of I mean, who, would, the, who would it be? The only one that, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, the only one I can think of would be like. Like Liu Kang or Johnny Cash or somebody. Johnny Cage. No, we call him Johnny Cash. He was the man in black. Yeah. 
Okay, so here was the question, and here's the answer. Name the one character that was not in Mortal Kombat 3 that has been in every single game besides Mortal Kombat 3, and the answer was Scorpion. It's got to be one of the ninjas. Now, Scorp- now, they- now, a year later, in 96, they re-released Mortal Kombat 3 as Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3, and that's when they added him to it. That's but the, the initial game... They did not. All right, so let's get into our popcorn ratings here, everybody. And let's not do the individual movies. Let's go overall, right? So this is a little bit of a different of a popcorn rating. Eric, I'm going to go with you first. Here's my question for a popcorn rating. If I'm a stranger on the street and say to you, Eric, I've never seen the Mortal Kombat movies, what popcorn rating would you give it? That's... That's tough because I, I feel you need to know what Mortal Kombat is, and you need to know you have to like some kung fu movies too. Uh, also, it doesn't really hold up too well. <laughs> like if you're to if you're to watch it now, like fresh eyes now, compared to a very high bar that's been set uh, with today's movies, it's it's hard to ooh. It's been, that second one is you uh, no. you you owe me popcorn. Okay, like that's, I do, yeah, yeah. Like that's it's not even yeah. an empty bag. That's you. It's you're now in in debt. It's because of how bad that movie was. The first one though was such a a a cultural kind of set piece. There, both musically and and character wise and action wise, it it worked for for the time. Did it have its faults? Plenty. But did it work for the demographic that it was targeted for? Yes, the first one did, and I I'd say that that first one. If you have to bite the bullet and watch the second one, then that's a, that's a small bag. But that first one might be a little bit extra juice on there. That's that's a, that's a fun night of some of some drinking and some movie watching right there. I <laughs> I I'd give that first one a, a medium bag for show. Uh, but that second one can is probably what I shit out the night after. Nice, nice. Ed, same question. What's going to be your popcorn rating for this franchise? Yeah, like like Eric said, I mean, the second movie is literally one of the worst things to ever exist in the history of filmmaking. I mean, I cannot believe that it even that it even after somebody watched it said, "Yeah, you know what? We we can release this." <laughs> the fact that somebody said that was was beyond me. So. Um, yeah, I mean, to answer the question the way you the way you posed it, I mean, if somebody on the street said, "Hey, I never heard, I've never heard of Mortal Kombat, but I hear you guys watch movies," what do you think? I would literally say, "Well, Mortal Kombat, the first one is something that everybody who's ever existed has seen, at least that is thirty and under, or excuse me, thirty and over has seen yeah. this movie." Um, but the second one is not worth your time. Uh, they give you a cliffhanger, and be, for whatever reason, they decided to make a second movie that is the worst movie. Of all time, and you, I'm even including the room in that because this movie literally <laughs> tore me apart. Okay, so um, it's probably yeah, a I good mean, comparison, actually. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, the difference is they knew when they were making the room what they were making to a certain degree. <laughs> even better. Yes. <laughs> so, um, I, man, oh man, uh, I didn't think we were going to get into popcorn rings. I didn't really think about it that much. I mean, if I had to give it a rating like that, I mean, I think the franchise overall gets a one, one bag, yeah. small bag, small bag, simply because, you know, Mortal Kombat, I mean, the Mortal Kombat, well, the first one is not a good movie. It's absolutely a terrible movie, but 
culturally and 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 nostalgically, and I still get goosebumps watching it. But Annihilation is literally it did that to your brain. It annihilated your brain. Nice. Nice. I'm on you guys with it as well. It's, it's, it's a small bag for a franchise. The first movie's just fun. I can't give it a medium or a large because it's not a great movie. But, you know, it's something I'm going to just go back and go, hey, Mortal Kombat, that's fun. So, all right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for listening to this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. And we are excited. Stay tuned because next Wednesday we are coming live back at you for Avengers Endgame, something we've been waiting for a long time for. So, and also for your James Bond fans out there tomorrow, they're going to announce the title of the James Bond film and Ronnie, Ronnie Malik, the guy who played uh, Queens, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody will be the villain. So oh, I'm nice. excited for that one. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be the villain. So anyway, so check us out next Wednesday here on YouTube for com forward slash movie guys podcast. And you'll be able to check out a review of, Marvel's Avengers Endgame. So thank you so much for listening, everybody, and have a good night.